Funnels and follow-up, funnels and follow-up, follow, 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 follow the funnels and follow-up. Wow. <laughs> if we had any viewers, we no longer do. I think they'd all become... No, we don't need a theme song. Mm -mm, no. Not one written by you anyway. No. Well, fine then. Welcome to the Funnels and Follow-Up Show. I'm Katherine Cohen. And I'm Barry Cohen. And today we're going to talk about getting... Divorce. Oh, no. Wait. Not divorce. <laughs> today we're going to talk about getting in front of people so that you have witnesses that make you think twice before you choke your husband to death. No. Um, I, if a marriage counselor comes into the show at any point in time, they're going to be like dialing us furiously right now. Today, we're going to talk about stages. And, and public speaking. And public speaking and getting your message out there, not one-to-one, -one, but one-to-many. There are many different stages that you can get yourself on. So first and foremost, of course, the one thing that we all think of is getting in front of an audience. And that can be terrifying. It, it can be if, if you've never done it before, if you're not clear on your message. But let, let's be clear, an audience, some people will think, oh, my God, 500, 1,000 people. An audience can be five people, three people, right. 10 people. Just understand, we say stages. You make your own stage wherever you are. If you're in front of more than one person, you're on a stage. You are. You're creating your own stage. So there's a couple of ways of getting up on stage. Now, one of the easiest is to be part of a networking group. Because in most networking groups, you have an opportunity to get up in front of the group and talk about yourself, what it is that you do, and who it is that you're looking for. Throughout all of these ways of getting up in front of people as we talk, um, as we talk about it, whether it's a networking group or a podcast or up on a stage, somebody else's or yours, let's, let's lay the groundwork first, shall we? And before we do that, I want to, um, because we did have a comment and I just want to say we will be getting to this. So Crystal... How do you find stages if your tiny town doesn't even do a chamber breakfast and they've never heard of meetup? Hashtag small town life. Crystal, move. No, I'm only kidding. And we'll, we'll get into it where you can actually create your own stage. Absolutely. So you bring the people, you create the stage, and we'll talk about that a little bit. So I just wanted to let you know, Crystal, I saw your comment, and we will speak to this. So um, one of the ways, I'm sorry, let me take a step back. The platform, the, the foundational thing that we must say, and that is provide information, provide value. So even if you're in a networking group and that stage time is supposed to be about you and who a good referral for you is and all that sort of thing, Save that for the one-to-one -one meeting. Save that for the 30-second presentation or the 60-second, you know, weekly commercial. When you get up in front you of- mean their power pitch? Your power pitch. Save that for your power pitch. When you get up in front of anyone, what you want to deliver is value. 
in there, in that value, you're going to tell, well, why am I the most qualified person to tell you this? I have a background in this. I have experience in that. I've been doing it for that those many years. Whatever it is, you want to provide value and then say why you're the, the go-to person and why you're providing value. So let's make that the one thing that no matter where your stage is, you're always providing value. So again, we're talking about networking groups first. Don't get up there and, you know, tell your life story and who No one cares are. about your dogs. No. I mean, they pretend they care, but honestly, when I'm in those presentations, I don't care. There's going to be a little bit about you, like 30 seconds. This is me. This is my husband. This is the kids. This is the cats. This is... You know, this, these are the chickens. Great. Have you ever thought about, have you ever done, you know that frustration you feel when that's what you want it to be about and, and, and get to those pain points and give a resolution for the pain points, whether you're doing 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 10 minutes, three days, hit the pain points and get to the resolution of the pain points. So we're going to say that for all stages. Going to say that for all stages. And and again, that all stages is three people, 500 people, 5,000 people. That's right. So a really good way to practice and a really good way to get on stage is to become part of a networking group. So that's number one. Become part of a networking group. Make sure it's a strong group. Make sure you have power partners in the group, people that you can refer to, that can refer others to you. And that's the first, I think, and, and best way to get on a stage. It's a way to practice. Definitely a way to practice. And other ways that you can get on stage is also find an organization. Call them up. Ask them. I mean, when, when we were first learning this, and we were fortunate. We had such a great coach. That's uh, right. And, and she taught us all of the tricks of the trade. And the biggest trick is ask. Call up and ask. That's Send right. an email and ask. Then call up and ask. Right. Um, don't say, do you hire speakers? And, and by the way, chances are you're not getting paid to speak. It's just as simple as that. There are no budgets for that anymore. There are no, um, you know, you've, you've got to, you, you need a name, you need a reputation. In order to get paid to speak, you need to have something backing you. So more more than likely, you're going to, on bigger stages, pay to speak. And that's a good thing. Pardon? That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because you're going to make more money by paying to speak then you will getting paid to speak. That's right. I mean, if you think about it, in a networking group, you're paid to be a member, and so you're paid to speak. But when you start to get to those bigger stages, what groups are, and Crystal will take you, what groups are in your small town? What groups are within an hour drive from your small town? Women's groups. Uh, attorneys groups, if that, you know, who is your audience? First and foremost, who is your audience? If your audience is moms or dads or professional organizations, that's the first thing you've got to figure out. The second thing is what groups, what groups are out there that you could speak at? Do you ever, don't say hire, 
do you ever bring on speakers uh, in, in order to uh, give information? Uh, do you ever bring on speakers to provide a different viewpoint, to provide education? Education is a big deal. Do you ever bring on speakers to provide education? Yeah, and that's what you're doing for the most part when you're getting up to speak. You are educating. If you were being paid to speak, if someone hired you as a keynote speaker, you darn well better be teaching and educating. Right. Uh, no one's hiring you to entertain. When we get up on stage and speak, we are talking about knowing what you sell, clearly knowing what you sell, the pain points, clearly knowing who you sell to, how to create a power pitch, how to follow up with clients, how to attract your ideal client. These are the topics that we speak on. So and as you can tell, yeah, and understand, we do entertain when we do that also. Well, we we're have very loads of fun. We, we crack a lot of jokes, but we're giving the value. The education is there. If you listen to the titles, it's all about how does our audience walk away with something of value? How does our audience, you know, what does our audience walk away with? And that's what you've got to think for yourself. What does your audience walk away with? So another way to speak or to get speaking engagements, even in a small town that's never heard of Meetup, is to find the associations within an hour's drive of your town. Sometimes you may need to drive more than that and stay overnight somewhere if it's worth it. Find the associations, pick up the phone, find out who the person is to speak to, and then ask for them on the phone. It's a cold call. Get over it. What else can or I tell you? Or get a partner that doesn't mind making the calls. Yeah. Get on the phone. And by the way, if you, uh, you know, if you call up the president of the organization and the president's name is Barry Cohen and Barry Cohen says, no, I'm not the person who does the scheduling. The person who does the scheduling is Kat Cohen. Well, you call up Kat and say, hi, Kat Cohen. Barry Cohen told me to call you. It's not a lie, is it? And it's now a warm call. It's now a warm call. Oh, okay. Barry told you to call me. Okay. Well, he did. So that's something that you can do. Create your own stages by putting a bug in the ear of people who run different organizations. And there's a lot of them. And, and other things you can do is create your own event. Do a lunch and learn. You know, if you've got an hour's worth of material, hour and a half worth of material to speak on, create a lunch and learn and invite everyone you know. That is a mark in the market in your target market. Sorry, I have not been getting my words out today at all. So people that are in your target market in your area, invite them to the lunch and learn. It's, you don't have to buy them lunch. No. We used to do lunch and learns. Brown and bag. Said, bring your own lunch. Brown bag lunch and learn. Brown bag. Bring exactly. your own damn lunch. Exactly. You can call up your local library and see if they do lunch and learns. A lot of times libraries will have adult education, lunch and learn, things like that. Even, where they want, in, even in Podunk, Kentucky. 
even in Podunk, Kentucky, where Crystal lives, they have lunch and learns. They have libraries there, Crystal. They do have libraries there. I promise. Uh, we, we might not. I wouldn't be you too try sure. And at, at, again, there's that hour radius. <laughs> there's got to be something within an hour. There's got to be civilization within an hour. So call up the local library and ask them if they do a lunch and learn. Call up local associations and ask them if they ever bring in speakers. Yes, and, and if I may, the library, if they don't do lunch and learns, ask them if they have rooms available so you can do your own. That's right. A lot of times the library will give you a room for free. And for if it's free. not free, it's minimal, like 25 bucks. That's right. That's right. The next thing that you can do to create a stage is to create a workshop. There are, I'll drive to Nashville. Excellent, Crystal. Excellent. I hear Nashville is fun. Um, you can create your own workshop, create your own events. Um, there are lots of people, ourselves included, that started out by just saying, we've got material, we've got stuff to, to say, let's create our own event. And you know what? You can even sometimes charge for them. You can say something is as low priced as $27 a person and, you know, that'll cover your room costs and we'll send you away with material and we'll send you away with a recording of the event if you do the recording and we'll send you away with all these bonuses and you can create your own event. Have a, you know, have a day's worth of material eight hours worth of material and something that people can leave with. You invite people in and now instead of speaking one-to-one, -one, you're speaking one-to-many. You have your own audience. Well, let's, let's now take a few steps backwards, shall we? Okay. Why? Why do people want to get on stage? Why public speaking why one why speak one to many as a, as opposed to hey I'm in a networking group I do all these one to ones uh, I meet people at different events why do I want a stage so let let's take that step backwards so our viewers and listeners have a good understanding of why they want to do that so number one speaking one to many saves time. Uh, it, it cuts out so much of the time involved with having to speak to all these people individually. That's number one. Number two, when you're on stage, you are the expert in the room. That's right. Then, now, there's always going to be that one schmuck in the audience who oh, knows better than you. Don't worry about them. They might make faces. They might... Just they might actually contradict you while you're speaking. You just have to put them in their place nicely, diplomatically, not like Catherine would do it, but nicely. Just saying. You so are the expert in the room. You become the expert in the room. You save time doing one to many. Um, you show people what they can expect from you. You're giving people a showcase of you. How do I know if you're a good coach? 
how do I know if you know your stuff about nutrition? How do I know if you know your stuff about whatever the topic is? Well, this gives people an opportunity either for free or very low cost to, to learn from you. It, it's kind of playing off the, you know, set yourself up as the expert, but it gives people the opportunity to really see what it is that you do. You may be the expert, okay? You're, you know, we're the expert in creating funnels to attract your ideal client, creating systems to attract your ideal client. We're the absolute experts in that. Now let's take it a step further. By getting up in front of an audience, people decide whether or not we have what they need and whether or not we are the people that they want to work with. Because personality plays such a huge role in this. It really does. Here's an example. We went recently to a one-day event. And the, the personality of one of the speakers at the one-day event was so good that we uh, signed up for her group class. Her personality was that great. It resonated with us. That's the word right there. It resonated. absolutely resonated with us. Now, there were several other speakers. And the personality of one of the other speakers, you know, they're, to different degrees, we liked them, we didn't like them, we needed what they had, we didn't need what they have. But then there was one speaker that we could have learned something from. But oh my gosh, the personality just did not resonate at all. No sense of humor. And we like, you know, lighthearted sense of humor. Um, no, not a personality that we like. And please understand, this guy had a list of testimonials, you know, from ceiling to the floor, uh, just, you know, an absolute huge list of testimonials. People loved him. People in the audience, they were clients. They absolutely loved him. But didn't click with us. Didn't click it, with us. It's as simple as that, you know. So, and we, we were discussing it, trying to put our fingers on exactly what it was. But yeah, I, I, I've got an idea, but. Just, the, just, the, point is, the point is, when you get up in front of an audience, not only are you saying you're the expert, but you're showcasing who you are and how you work with people and how you present your information. And they can decide yay or nay. So those are some of the reasons why you want to, every opportunity that you get, get in front of an audience. And even if it costs you money to get on that stage, it might, we recommend you do that with the caveat, make sure you have something that you can sell. Oh yeah. And we're not saying to sell from the stage. What we typically do, unless it's a full day event that we're doing, we want to just get on a phone call with people. Right. Just, let's see where they are in their business. Let's see if we have something that is a fit for them. Absolutely. So even if you do that, but you have to make sure that when you are on the phone after the after the event that you have something to offer them. There's no point having the conversation if you can't continue to help them. That's right. Now, 
some examples of other stages. You know, we, you see, you hear the word stage, and it's like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta throw an event, or I gotta pay for an event, I gotta get up on a stage, and I gotta climb those little steps. And I have to have the spotlight on me, and I have to. Well, have that, that's you. You have to have the spotlight on you. Well, I have to, have, but that's what most people think when you say get up on stage, speak in front of people, get up on stage. That's one of the things that you know, that's the main thing that comes to mind. How about doing a webinar? That's a stage. That's a stage. And you only need to be dressed from here up. That's right. That's right. I'm, I got no pants on right now, folks. You have pants on. You have sweatpants on. You have sweatpants on. Yeah. I will. I'm not standing up. Nope. And even if you do stand up, make sure the camera gets you from waist up. Um, <laughs> doing a webinar is a, is a great stage that you can create. You can do webinars with our personal favorite is Webinar Ninja. We use Webinar Ninja to uh, to create our webinars. Uh, we we love Omar and Nicole and the support that we get from there. So that's when you see us doing a webinar, that's where we do it. You can also do a webinar on Zoom. You can do an interactive class on Zoom. If you're the teacher, you're the head of the stage. You're on, on stage. You're the one everybody is looking to. So you can use a, a product like Zoom to do an interactive class. You can use a product like Webinar Ninja to create a webinar to create your own stage. This is a stage. <gasps> it is. And... It will pull back the curtain here a little bit so you guys can understand how difficult it is to create a show like this. We downloaded StreamYard, ran it. StreamYard's the program we use to broadcast to YouTube and, and Facebook. And that was it. That's all it takes. So That's right. what what is stopping you from doing that? You can you can be all by yourself, Kat. I'm just gonna do this real quick. You could be your own person on this stage. You don't have to have somebody, or you can interview somebody and have both people in. Like that. Like this. Like that. Or like that. But it, it's one little program. Almost everybody has a camera. If you have a laptop, you have a camera. I suggest getting a camera and work from the desktop because it looks better. Yep. Uh, but it's easy to create a stage. It's so easy. You can do this, like Catherine said, online through StreamYard, through Zoom. Call the library, get a room. Call a restaurant, see if they have a, a, a closed-off meeting room. You can just create it and invite people. Invite people. Let, let's go. Let's go back to the first comment we had from Crystal. When you're in this little podunk town that they don't have chamber breakfast, they never heard of meetup. How do you invite people? You have social media presence. You know local people. Just give yourself enough lead time to actually fill the room. That's right. Give yourself enough leave, lead time and fill the room. I'm sure there are many rooms there, anywhere, 
that you can rent, that you can trade for. I'm sure there's a barn or something. Throw some haystacks down. You got chairs. Crystal's <laughs> going to punch you the next time she sees you, and I will let her. I know you will. But I'm probably not lying. <laughs> Getting back to podcasts, you don't only have to do your own podcast. Be a podcast guest. Podcasts are always looking for guests. We're always looking for guests. That was a hint, business owners. That was a hint, business owners, Crystal. We're always looking for guests. Be a guest on a podcast. Look around for different podcasts. Go to a, a, a podcast player. What is your topic? Are you a business coach? Are you an author of uh, how-to garden books? Go look for gardening podcasts. Are you an expert in the dental field? Go look for dental podcasts. They have them. There's podcasts for every possible topic. There are podcasts for knitting. I do not know how on a podcast, that's audio only. You know, this, this live stream that we do, we put that onto a podcast, audio only. I have no idea how one might do a podcast talking about knitting. Knit one, purl one. Knit two, purl two. I don't know. But they're out there. Find a podcast. Ask to be a guest on it. They usually don't charge you. No. If, if they do, just make sure you research them. That's all I can say. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you've, if, if you're going on a podcast and you're paying money, research it, just make sure. So podcast is a great way. A radio station is a great way to create your own stage, to be on a stage, to have a stage. Another thing to do is to go find stages. What's going on? What ask hotels, especially especially hotels that do events, you know, that uh, um, have conference rooms. If a hotel has a conference room or a conference center, then the hotel does events. If you get to know the conference director or the hotel catering manager, it, the title could be any number of different things. If you get to know that person and let that person know, hey, this is what I'm speaking on. This is the kind of event that I'm looking for, they'll absolutely call you. I'll tell you why. Because we're putting on our own three-day event. We've put out on our own two-day events and one-day events. You're looking, as the person putting it together, you're looking for speaker sponsors. You are. If the hotel that we have our events at ever called us up and said, hey, I've got this person, they're looking to speak in an event just like yours. How much am I loving my hotel and my catering manager? Oh, so much. And you know what that's going to see? It's great for you and it's great for them because what are you going to do for the, your next event? You're going right back to that same hotel. Oh, yeah. You know they take care of you. Absolutely. So it... It can be a great connection that people don't even think of. You know, these are things that your competition is not thinking of unless they're watching this genius show. Which they should be. 
which they should be. They absolutely should be. Don't tell them about it though. Tell other people, don't tell your competition. Get with the people, always get with the people who know the people you want to connect with. Get with the people who know the people you want to connect with. That's a great way of getting on stages. That's a great way of finding out way in advance what stages are coming up. What's happening with stages. It's something you want to do. And and that's going to lead to the next portion of this. What happens if you're afraid to speak? That's a tough one. But we have helped people that just absolutely are petrified to get up to speak. Now, we would never, ever, ever force somebody to speak on a stage if they don't want to. I would. If it's not in their game plan. I would. Yeah, but if it's not in their game plan... If it, if they can if they can reach the people they need to reach without getting on stage, I mean we love it, but there are people that are absolutely terrified and petrified. But there are people that are petrified that still know they want to do it, and there and there are those that are petrified that know they have absolutely no desire to do that. So there's a difference. Here's my take on that. You don't have to get up on stage at an event. You don't have to create your own events. You can create a webinar. You don't know who you're talking to because you don't see other people. So you can create a webinar. You can get on a podcast. You can create your own Facebook Live. You can create your own LinkedIn Live. You don't have to be on a stage in front of an audience. However... This is my firm belief. You must get up and speak about what you do. Because if you're terrified to uh, speak on a webinar, to speak at a podcast, um, you know, to go to a networking group, and when it's your turn, stand up and give a presentation. If you're terrified to do any of that, I'm not really sure how good you are at sales in general. Maybe you need to get somebody to do that part for you. But I think what you're trying to say at some point, if you are a business owner, you need to speak. Absolutely. Is that the bottom line? The bottom line is you need to get over yourself. You really do. And speak somehow, somewhere. Again, it doesn't have to be in front of a large audience. You don't have to climb those those three steps, which sometimes feel like you're climbing to the top of the Statue of Liberty, you don't have to climb those three steps to get on stage in front of a microphone with a light in front of you. But you do have to speak to people, one-to-one or in a group. And if you're terrified of speaking to three or four people at your networking event, you're going to be terrified to speak one-to-one. It It's a fact. You can tell yourself, oh, no, I'm good with people one-to-one, but that terror is going to come out in your voice. I promise you. You're absolutely right. And I think probably one of the biggest fears, I mean, this was my biggest fear when we started speaking. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to forget what to say. You know what? 
I've learned, and by no means am I perfect, not even close. But I've also learned that if I forget what to say, I say something else, and the audience doesn't know the difference. Nope. That's the really cool part. The audience has no clue what you're going to say. So it doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth as long as you're still giving value. Nobody read the script. Only you. That's it. You're the only person who read the script. So if you skip over something, if you add something, nobody knows but you. So speak. Get up in front of people and speak. You have a plethora of available options. Create your own stages. Get up on somebody else's stage. Do a webinar. Do a, 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 a Facebook Live, a LinkedIn Live. Do something on Instagram. One to many, one to many, one to many. And I, I mean, for us, we prefer being live and in person when we're for the stages that we're on. Uh, we love the interaction. Yep. The interaction with the audience. I like to see the audience's faces to make sure that they're getting what we're saying. Uh, that And that, again, that's me. That's how I prefer it. I know that's how you prefer it too, Kat. Yes. You know, just being live and in front of people. We'll do webinars. Um, Always. Uh, always do webinars and that's for people that can't get to our live events but being able to stand there in front and it doesn't have to be a, a literal stage it's just in the front of the room that's i think that might be a better way of putting it be in the front of the room it makes you the expert and that is so important to get people to work with you and to have people hire you for whatever it is that you do. You are now the expert in the room. There are no other experts in that room. They want what you have to offer. They need what you have to offer. Absolutely. It, and that's why your message must be compelling. Make Always. Them need it. Always. If you get up in front of the room, have an idea of what you're going to say ahead of time. Have a script, have a bunch of bullet points and follow them through. Again, if you miss one or you add one, it's okay. But don't go off on these wild tangents. Know what's got to come next. There's an order. There's a specificity to it all. So Say that word again. Sure. Pardon? Say that word again. Specificity? That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. You need to be clear and be able to say big words like specificity. Three times it came out and you didn't get it wrong. You've got to be consistent and you have to deliver value. More than anything else, when you open up your mouth and there are people listening, you need to be delivering value. More, oh. more value than you think you need to give. Always. You want to over deliver because when you over deliver, believe it or not, people want to work with you more. You yeah. may give them everything, all of your knowledge. You can put it all out there and your ideal client is still going to want to work with you. Because they know that you know more. They can feel it. They can see it. They know that you know more. So in the comments below, we don't usually ask for comments, but 
in the comments if you're if you're viewing us on uh, on something that you know allows you to make comments. If you're listening in your car on a podcast, don't do this. But in the comments section, tell us the next stage you're going to get on, whether it's your networking meeting or a webinar or you've got a big event coming up, put in the comments the next stage that you're going to be aiming for, that you're going to be working on. You're not, you're not talking to me because I know the next stage we're getting on. That's that right. Tomorrow morning. So. <laughs> but everyone who's listening in the comments, uh, tell us the stages. Tell us where, where you're going or what you're hoping to have as your next stage. Go out there and find or create a stage and then start speaking. And again, find the stage, create the stage, make phone calls. There's, there's, there's more to life than networking groups and chambers of commerce. There's so many organizations that need to have the information that's in your brain. It's got to come out your mouth and you want to get it come out to your mouth in front of a lot of people. Yes. The more people, the better. And again, it could be two or three people. It could be two or 300 people, whatever it is. You want to get your knowledge out there. You want to get in front of people. When you're in front of people as the expert in the room, they will hire you. They absolutely will. So find stages or make stages. Tell us what your next stage is. And with that, bye-bye, everyone. We'll see bye. you on the next episode.